I take one more step, it'll be the farthest away from home I've ever been. There's no place like home. You know, it doesn't make sense to leave home to look for home. Hi everyone and welcome back to A Place to Call Home, the podcast where we explore the many meanings of the concept of a home. What makes a place, a country, a city, or even just a tiny garden special to you and why? I'm Lucille Masson, a French-American screenwriter and translator who recently moved back to Paris after six years in Los Angeles. I have lived in four different countries and visited a dozen more, and I've always wondered, what makes a place feel like home? Today we are joined by Mel, who reached out to me on Instagram to talk about her search for a new home. She's German, but has lived in many different countries over the past few years, always spending at least a couple of months in each. We discuss the gut feeling you can get from somewhere, the different criteria that makes a place feel like home, and the need for deep and meaningful conversations. Hope you'll enjoy this new episode of A Place to Call Home. Hello, Mel! How are you doing? Hi, Lucille. I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. How about you? Pretty good, pretty good. Well, actually, no, not that good. I am, uh, like I was telling you just before, I'm kind of sick. So if there is any coughing or sniffling on the track, I am so sorry. But in the meantime, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So Mel, you DM'd me on Instagram, actually, to be to be part of the podcast. I did, yeah. Okay, that's a question I've, I haven't asked anyone, but like, why did you do it? I think you were the one following me first on Instagram. That's possible. And I was like, oh, wow, that's exciting. A place to call home. And actually, in, in the past uh, one and a half years since I'm traveling and left Germany, I am on my way on, on the path of looking for a home, a new home for myself. And I was like, oh. That is very interesting. Maybe that's a good person to talk to and to, to find out more. What, what, what is your idea behind uh, a place that you call home? And I'm curious uh, about all of your questions that you have. So great. Yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. So you're German. You, you're, you're from Germany. I am German. I grew up in Germany. And uh, have been living there for most of my life. In the past 10 years, I've traveled quite a bit and spent some time, up to six months each time in uh, foreign countries or traveled uh, through different countries in, in the past 10, actually more than 10 years. My first time in Japan was uh, in 2004. Yeah, but so I traveled quite a bit, but I grew up in Germany. I'm still a German citizen, but I'm not a resident anymore. I left Germany. So you you left Germany 2004 to no, no, go to Japan? I, yes, I've been uh, to Japan for six months at that time mm -hmm. to spend an internship while I was studying. Okay. That okay. was my first, uh, well, now actually the, the second time away from, from home. From Germany. From Germany. You're Good already saying point. home, saying uh, Germany. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Why did you want to travel? Why did you want to leave? You mean this time around or back in 2004? 
no, back in 2004, I think it was because of your internship, basically. Yes. Probably just yeah. wanted to do an internship somewhere else. But like you've been traveling for 10 years. Um, why is that? Why did you want to leave? Um, hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I I grew up in the German Democratic Republic in East Germany. I was a child when the wall came down in 1989. But when I think about that now, all of that freedom of traveling, of doing what I want would have never been possible. So with, with a, an inner journey that started about 10 years ago, like my spiritual path, my inner journey, uh, I felt like I don't want to like uh, limit myself, not only within but also outside. So I had I had this, I guess this urge of of uh, traveling places, seeing places, connecting with people, uh, interacting with different cultures, immerse myself uh, with locals. That's what I love. Uh, I think that started about ten years ago, uh, together with that inner journey. So it's it's been since then, it's actually been an inner and an outer journey. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Did you uh, did your parents ever moved from Germany, given that they were living in East Germany? No, no, that's the I always feel like the black sheep in the family yeah. that uh, who broke free <laughs> from everything and anything. Yeah, my sister is still there. Never really left the, my hometown. My parents are still there. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. You feel like the black sheep of the family? Did your did your parents ever make you feel like bad for wanting to leave? No, I think they're just very. They have troubles with how different my life is or mm -hmm. is unfolding, especially in the past ten years. Right, because they they are they are used to their normality in a way. Mm -hmm. that how they grew up like having a proper job an income and maybe at some point a house and a car and a family and and I broke out of that quite a while back and it's just very unfamiliar to them like right. living a different lifestyle to theirs right so what um let's talk just real quick about your lifestyle <laughs> uh what do you do well, my current lifestyle is uh, that I uh, tr travel and like travel very slowly, actually, because the last uh, uh, the time that I spent uh, before I came to the place I'm staying right now, uh, I spent two and a half months in Wales. So I'm traveling quite slowly. Before that, I spent about four months in Vermont, United States. Mm -hmm. So I'm traveling slowly for one. And I am staying, spending time with people. I'm connecting with locals, preferably, as I think I said before. And I try to immerse into the country, the culture, the people, the family, the the place, the homestead, the farm, the community, the retreat center, wh wherever I'm staying at or wh whatever type of people I'm spending time with. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a full immersion, I would think, uh, to learn about myself, 
to grow, to heal, to transform. Uh, so as said, it's, it's still the inner and outer journey, uh, right. just traveling through uh, two different countries and, and uh, yeah, meeting, meeting different people from different cultures. And on the side, I am uh, still a food journalist and food photographer and okay. a coffee specialist. So that's still my current professional life what I do yeah right and what is allowing you to move so frequently as well I'm guessing yes if you if you can say frequently yeah. yes yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's uh it's interesting that you really choose to stay with mm -hmm. locals you don't uh we see a lot of traveling influencers travel influencers that are just spending a few days at most in one place and showing you like all the wonders that everyone else is going to see, but that's not the way you want to do it, is it? No, because I, for me, the the personal connection to those people, being part of their culture, family, seeing how they live, um, experiencing their way of living, how they perceive things, how they see things. Um, and to, I think eventually, and that's one of the reasons why I reached out to you as well, because I am definitely, and that is one reason why I left Germany about one and a half years ago, is that I am looking for a new home. And with immersing myself uh, in different cultures and different countries with different people, I am getting a glimpse. I'm not saying I'm getting a full picture but i'm getting a glimpse how it feels in different places in different countries with certain people and different mentalities you yeah. probably can tell a lot about that as well yeah. being french and living or having lived in the united states yes uh so i'm getting a glimpse of different cultures and people and countries okay so i have so many questions where was the first place when you decided to have that new lifestyle, when you decided that Germany was not going to be your home, uh, where was the first place you went to? So actually, two years ago, I already had decided before I even did like took like um, made that choice of leaving Germany completely, which I've done in June last year, 2022. Uh, so two years ago in the fall of 2021, I already had spent three months in Vermont, United States. And well, if you would call it like that, fell in love mm -hmm. with the... I think you can totally, for what it's worth, I think you can totally fall in love with the place. That is 100% the type of thing I would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have spent quite some time there uh, and I did do a lot of research. So I just... I didn't randomly go to Vermont. I mm -hmm. it was a decision uh, to go there uh, out of uh, like a list of uh, criteria that I already that I had before. For okay. example, to uh, find community living, to uh, have lots of forest, lots of nature, which Vermont has mm -hmm. yeah. a lot. Uh, then organic farming or like uh, local seasonal produce. Uh, so 
Vermont already um, got everything, like got all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went there and then I decided while I was already there two years ago, I decided I need to go, I need to come back. This is okay. it. This is, I felt this deep, while being there for the first time, this deep connection, this deep sense of belonging, this very nostalgic feeling that you have, mm-hmm. uh, this very warm, heartfelt feeling in, in your, your, your heart, like chest area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I felt that. And uh, when I came back in June last year, I literally cried flying from Boston. There's a, a small propeller, like a mini plane flying from Boston to Rutland, Vermont, to a very small, tiny uh, airport. Uh, and I cried happy tears, seeing flying over. I'm, I'm getting emotional again. It's so, it's just, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, flying over the green mountains, the forest, seeing that, and I and I was like, "This is this is just not possible. There, there must be something deeper. Yeah. Why is that? That I that I want to return." And why do you think that is? Well, I I think I believe in in past lives. Okay. So maybe there's a a connection in a past life to Vermont. It's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you if you miss it because seeing how emotional you get when you just talk about it, I'm guessing you do miss it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. What is it that you miss the most about that place? Well, it's certain people that I met um, for sure, but it's, it's, it's the state itself. It's like this this uh, feeling that comes up when I just talk about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so you had your list of criteria. You had the mountains. You had the the organic, forest. the yeah. forest, and the community. Did you have anything mm-hmm. else on that list? What else was it? I think it's um, lots of green, lots of nature. Um, the community living. Oh, and yes, very, very, since I'm a food journalist and food photographer, I'm a big foodie. Right. And Vermont has, since it's like very much into uh, homemade, um, like homegrown, uh, artisanal craft mm-hmm. around food and beverages, it's just, there's, there's not only cheese cheese making places or breweries there's all sorts of things people making kombucha people making chutneys people making uh, lozenges whatever there's all sorts of things and that was something that drew me there as well right. because i love making things myself mm-hmm. around food and beverages try new things did you ever find that elsewhere since then since that being in Vermont for the first yeah. time? Yes. No. No. How no. many con- how many countries have you tried? Um, so before I went to Vermont, I have been uh, to East and Southeast Asia for about six months. And I have spent, uh, not 
so much time, actually. A couple of weeks here, a couple of months there. Um, I have a, a, another deep connection to Japan, but that's something that's from a different angle. Uh, it, it didn't feel that like heartfelt connection, belonging with Japan. That's, it, that's different. It's more like a, what a fascination for the country or just like, you know, like you yes. feel it's beautiful, but you don't feel like it's, it's yours basically. Yes, I right. would. So people, uh, because I did have quite some interest in Japan for a very, very long time. So people would ask me, oh, could you imagine yourself living there? And I would be always like, no. Hmm. Interesting. You, you knew like even before you went yeah. there or not quite not quite because i have never been there until that time like the first time 2004 yeah 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 do you believe that you really need to experience a place before you can say yes i i want to live here or not or can you just dream about it no for me um with everything that happened especially in the past two ish two three years i'm pretty sure i need to immerse like i need to experience the place and make connections which are very helpful now actually really insert yes the connections the people that i met already uh because you you asked uh about japan and if i would be like uh about the can you imagine like living in japan and i said no but I, I am planning on moving to Vermont and oh. having my own business in Vermont okay. uh, at some point. And all the connections that I already made in the past two years are so very, very helpful. Okay. But like, why are you, why are you still traveling if you feel like you found it? Because I'm German and I do not yet have the proper visa right i uh that will allow me to stay there permanently and have my own business there yeah it well. comes with uh, quite a long list of requirements yes i'm working on it <laughs> but until then i am still tied to tourist visa regulations right that will allow me to stay over there for quite some days, time 90 days well, actually, and not longer. a day longer, I, longer? yeah i have the, i have this b1 b2 visa oh you have that one yes, that allows me one. to stay uh quite a bit actually but still it's still i have to uh like have always have the calendar in mind yeah with, you can uh, you can't you can't work or no while you're under this visa no you cannot yeah that's it Okay, but why are you, because right now, uh, I don't know if we've said it, but right now you're in England, you left Wales I and you're back in, you're in England. From, old, from New England to Old England. <laughs> exactly. I'm in England now, but ha as I said before, have spent some, some time in Wales before that. Yes. And why Great Britain? Because this summer, when I already knew I have to leave or needed to leave Vermont again after being there for the third time this summer, uh, that I need to find a different spot. And after spending quite some time in Central America last winter 
in Costa Rica and Nicaragua, I was very, very sure that I don't want to go back to Central America out of several reasons, okay. but that something, and that where that is where my intuition or my gut feeling comes into play, something drew me, pulled me back to Europe in a way and to Great Britain. I didn't, I always, when when I hear that voice, that inner this intuition, when I when I hear it and listen to it, I'm always like, I have no clue why, but I think it's a good idea to follow it, to go for it. Yeah. And I did. And the past two and a half months in Wales were just so very inspiring and and transforming in a way as well. Because that's that's what I what what I tried to try what I was trying to say earlier about immersing myself and connecting with the people, the locals. That's when the 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 best, the most, the at least for me, the most inspiration grows, like with conversations. And I love. I'm not a fan of small talk. I love deep conversations. Mm-hmm. And when you get to a point where you can have a certain connection and can have that deep conversation, that's where the most transformation, change, healing, growth happens. Right. For me, for the other person, and for everyone involved. Did all of these experiences make you doubt you wanted to go to Vermont? Because you could also settle in in Great Britain. And some people actually asked the same question. Mel, you you would probably totally find a similar place. Wales has beautiful. And when I look out that window with the fall colors, it is beautiful. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel what I feel with Vermont. I I don't feel it. That's a real gut feeling you have. It's yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, well, you're not the first person to talk to me about having that experience of a real gut feeling in terms of where the place where you are and the place that you want to be. But you're the, I feel like you're one of the first person who is really voicing it this way, mm-hmm. saying like, I, I feel it. Like you yeah. really do feel it. Yeah. 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 So like, I, <laughs> I feel silly asking you, but if I ask you, where is your home? What are you going to tell me? Well, I would like to say Vermont, mm-hmm. but not yet, I would say. I would say uh, I'm working on it. But I like actually the the um, the woman that I was, uh, I stayed with a couple in in um, Wales. And uh, the, the woman... She she would always say when she introduced me, she would say, oh, that, yeah, that's Mel from Germany via the U.S. <laughs> so and, and another person said, oh, yeah, German-American. So some people already like kind of um, feel like, oh, I think Mel is more towards the U.S., mm-hmm. more towards Vermont. That's where where her home is. Right. So it's more other people mirroring or reflecting that back to me. Right. Other than me like trying to already I don't know 
unless it, it hasn't happened yet, like with the visa and everything that is required for me to actually live there and work there, have my business there, I, I am like, mm, how do you say that running low or going like playing small, yeah, you, like going, you don't, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to say it too much in case it doesn't yeah. happen, basically. Well, yeah, there can always happen thing like things can always happen yeah if okay if you were to um describe where you were uh, staying in vermont uh like describe some a smell or a sound or a taste or visual that you associate with the place what would it be Mm. it's very and i think i haven't said that before and that's a big difference to Wales and England uh Vermont is very untouched very wild still there's not many people living there so it's very raw and very yeah peaceful and quiet Mm -hmm. and that's what I what I love yeah the the quietness the the peacefulness the the wilderness the untouched nature no 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 sounds just nature sounds the wildlife birds i've seen a bear for the first time in my life in oh, vermont wow. in in august it wasn't scary at all i was like blown away i was like oh my gosh yeah it's i i think it's like this this childlike wonder about what I what I see and hear and experience in in Vermont yeah like this yeah and you never had that with Germany never had that connection with Germany no 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 that's that's crazy that is that is so interesting (laughs) no it is very interesting because a lot of people that I talk to tend to say the word home when they talk about where they grew up like Mm. uh, a lot of the time it's just out of nostalgia Mm. uh, not because of a conscious choice that they would make Mm. and for you it is a gut feeling but you did make the choice to go away yeah from the country that you were born in and that you lived in for most of your life yeah you did make that conscious choice so it is so interesting to me that you never felt uh, the same connection to mm. it and you f- mm. you felt a connection to a country you didn't know at all yes and at, and actually my parents when I when I told them I already had booked everything two years ago when I first went to Vermont I already had booked everything arranged everything but at that moment I haven't told my parents yet that I would do it and then I eventually did and I must have sound so convincing and so, uh, yeah, I want to do it. I know this is it. Vermont is it. And they, they were like, uh, why? Do you know anyone there? And I'm like, no, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it must have, even before I even got there, it must have sound very, very convincing. Yes, definitely. So I'm guessing, okay, let's say if you were to picture the ideal home, what would you say? How would you describe it? 
Well, that is actually when another thing comes in that happened about what's what's now 2023, 2023. Yes. six years ago I had a a very clear profound vision of my house the place okay. I want to live and when I close my eyes I'm, I'm standing in there in that house and looking around and I even did a little sketch it sketch some a couple months ago I think because I felt like I need to get it out of my head at some point uh, and add more details to it um, so it has a lot of wood lots of wood and I know it is in 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 nature and in, in in the woods in in the forest somewhere um, and I I know it, it is like an open open plan kitchen living room space with uh, wood stoves or fireplaces, and uh, it has what I call um, extended living room space. Okay. Um, I don't I don't know. Have you have you read the book The Why Are You Here Cafe? No, I have not. By John Strzelecki. Um, this was, I've read that book almost 10 years ago. So it was, uh, at the very beginning of my, of my inner journey. And it's a very inspiring book about certain life-changing questions. Okay. And, uh, if, if the listeners are familiar with that book or if, if they're not, um, I want to basically create a similar place like that, like a, a, a Mel's Why Are You Here Cafe Okay. Uh, in my future home. Uh, and I want to have, because I enjoy deep conversations so much, I would like to invite people and uh, like um, talk about deep stuff um, over having coffee or a tea or sharing a meal. Right. So that is that is like a like a very short version of what I envision. But my house, you we were asking about my house. So lots of lots of wood, very open, very cozy, very very warm. I even did a uh, this summer. I may I I did like a kind of a breathing technique combined with a I don't know it was a yoga pose or something and uh, the the person instructing the yoga class was uh, trying to have us envision not only see but also smell and feel and and um, and I could when I when I was closing my eyes, I could feel the warmth of the room and the sun shining through the windows and the coziness in the house. And I could really feel that. Wow, that's that's yeah. It is it is so interesting how you like you've thought about this so much. Not many people do. Mm. It feels very important to you. Oh yeah, it is. Okay, uh, I think, I mean, I think we covered a lot already. Um, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't mention yet? Mm. Good question. No, I think we touched a lot of um, my current journey, what I 
envision for my future there's lots more to say but I also have lots more to say yeah 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 (laughs) and thank you for for subscribing to my new uh, Substack journey, uh, the articles that I'm that I'm writing, uh, they're pretty good. I, I I will link it in the in the podcast description because uh, you you write really well and the articles are very inspiring. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, what I would like to do actually is I would like to write an article about uh, like a kind of like a love letter to Vermont. Ooh. Why? Because some people, well, many people ask, why Vermont? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Mm-hmm. And I would like to write an article about that and would like to uh, link your podcast in there as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, but no, but that, that, is a, that is a good question, um, the why Vermont. And I would like to add, is there any specific place in Vermont that you feel attached to? Because it, it is a state. It is a whole state. It's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty big. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, there is a, a certain place that I have a certain attachment to and to the people there. I've spent now, if you accumulate it, it's about six months that I have spent there. Uh, two, two months last year and four months this year. Uh, and it is, it is always the people first but it is also the the place itself like the the mountains and the green and the um and all of the streams the wild streams the water the there's a what they call over there enchanted forest which is really very magical um not only because of the the many mushrooms that grew there this summer because of the the rain uh, there was a lot of rain this summer and then there's always to to tell the 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 fall colors the fall foliage which is which i experienced last fall at that very place uh which is just so beautiful yeah, yeah. just so uh colorful and uh with the when the sun is shining in like uh, i i often called it pink mountains because when they're in uh, with the with the sun rise and the sunset the the sun would reflect on the other mountain and it would always yeah. shine like orangey pink and th- that's just I I would I was literally literally standing there several times during my stay and just admire what I yeah. see yeah yeah appreciate that's- what I see that is very dreamy. You make me want to go there. I've yes, never visited please, Vermont. Another I person. Really want to now. <laughs> <laughs> but I totally get it what you're saying about the mountains because we had that in California as well. Our apartment was facing the San Gabriel Mountains oh, so we wow. can see them. Yeah. And at sunset, I used to say that, oh, the mountains are lighting up because there was, there was that very brief 20 minutes moment where you would just see the sun uh, reflected on the mountains and it was always like orangey and very beautiful that was like the best 20 minutes of mm-hmm. every single day because mm-hmm. it was very pretty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we tend to forget we tend to overlook the the beauty of of each day that's very true i i am getting back personally into the rhythm of that with uh fall here in paris mm-hmm. which i haven't experienced 
because the fall is not a season that we really right. get in LA. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't experienced the fall colors or the moodiness. So like right now it's gray and it's rainy and it's really moody. So I'm trying to enjoy it mm. because I missed it so much yeah. for six years. Yeah. Oh, uh, but I feel like I, I will, I will also enjoy the summer more because mm-hmm. it's not permanent summer. You know? yeah. There is that temporality of it. There, I just came up with one more reason why Vermont, uh, it is the, the four very distinct seasons. Uh, in Germany, we, of course, we have uh, winter, spring, summer, and fall. We have that. Mm-hmm. But in Vermont, it is just so much more distinct. Every and There's actually two more seasons that I learned in Vermont, there's mud season and stick season. Oh, so in between in between fall and winter, there's stick season. So when when things get like sticky because the uh, the first frost came, and then there's uh, rain and maybe some snow, and it sticks to the ground. That's why it's called stick season. And then there's mud season between winter and spring when all the snow melts, and then there's mud. So, yeah, but I I haven't actually spent a, f- a winter there. So there's several months that I actually haven't spent there. So I probably should be like be more humble about uh, <laughs> everything. Uh, I'm not a true Vermonter yet. No, but you have all the enthusiasm that a lot of people don't have. Mm. So I think that it counts for something yeah and you will experience it you oh, will yeah experience. yeah <laughs> all right to finish with uh do you have a book or song a movie or another piece of media that makes you feel at home when you experience it or that is that that makes you think of the word home when you when you experience it you asked me that question uh, up front, and I'm actually grateful for that uh, because uh, yeah, sometimes I forget and people are panicking. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying really hard to find an answer to that, but the the only the only movie actually it's a movie that came up for me is a very mm, cheesy movie maybe that's okay um yeah uh it is i think in english it's called the holiday okay where uh, i think it is where who is it gwyneth paltrow or no it's cameron diaz and um kate winslet who swap houses homes oh yeah that rings a bell. over the yeah, holidays yeah. right okay so i think kate winslet goes to la actually and um Cameron Diaz is going to a cottage in in Cornwall or something somewhere in England and this this not the the whole concept of that movie but this this co that's why I always say the warmth and the coziness at at this cottage feels a lot like home like this the the place that she's staying at and lo- lo- quite nostalgic with the snow and with the like the holiday seasoning like season and everything like everything going on with the decorations and that has touches some some nostalgia in, in me right 
But this is the movie that came up for me. I love it. I love it. It's it's a, it's very sweet. It's a very sweet answer. Mm. Do you does that cottage resemble the house that you were describing by any chance? Um, a little bit. The cottage was very small in the movie. Very very like tiny and narrow and and I. I imagine myself my my house envision my house a lot bigger right yeah <laughs> well thank you so much mel it was amazing and thank you again for reaching out to me uh to be a part of the podcast if anyone else wants to reach out i don't bite and i would love to hear about uh your experiences and what uh where your home is so thank you so much thank you lucille was my pleasure Thank you so much for listening to A Place to Call Home. If you have a special relationship with a place, I'd love to hear about it. You can send me an email at podcast.aplacetocallhome at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at aplacetocallhome underscore podcast. I'm always looking for new people to interview and new stories to tell. In the meantime, have a wonderful life and I'll see you next time.